The last time a fork-tailed flycatcher was seen in my neck of the woods was 30 years ago, in May 1992, up in Grand Marais. That one stuck around for several days, so a lot of birders got to see it. I dragged my whole family up. It was the bird that inspired my six-year-old Tommy to start a life list. The previous fall, one had turned up in Duluth, but Petter Swingen was the only one who saw that bird. Kim Eckert and I arrived less than a half hour after Petter saw it, but it was gone for good. Before this Saturday, not one other birder had fork-tailed flycatcher on their St. Louis County list, and it would have been a lifer for a lot of people. Plus, the fork-tailed flycatcher is a darned cool bird. No wonder dozens of birders rushed to Stony Point within minutes of word getting out. Fork-tailed flycatchers range from Mexico all the way down through Argentina, but the Mexican subspecies is non-migratory. It's the birds breeding in the southernmost part of their range in South America who migrate north for the austral winter. So oddly enough, the fork-tailed flycatchers who breed the furthest from the United States are the ones who make occasional appearances here. Vagrants are so rare that this was the last bird Roger Torrey Peterson added to his North American life list. So the birders gathering on Stony Point on Saturday morning to see it comprised sort of a who's who of northeastern Minnesota birders, and text messages were flying from Twin Cities birders already on the road in hopes of seeing it. After Adam Sell got a good look and photos, the bird disappeared. Now, as dozens of birders were arriving, no one could find it. Living up to their name, flycatchers sally from tree branches to catch flying insects, but rain was keeping both birds and insects down. Some of us wandered up and down Alseth Road a bit from where the bird had been seen, but especially while the rain was heavy, we were also clustering in groups catching up with each other's news. When the rain finally slowed down, Bruce Munson wandered by himself a tenth of a mile or so to Stony Point Road to get a different vantage point, turning out of our sight range. Suddenly, a few birders near me spotted what could have been the bird flying toward where Bruce was. Sure enough, a few moments later, he saw it light on a spruce tree and sent out a text message. Everyone charged over. I barely got a glimpse before it flew off and people behind me didn't see it at all. But then, suddenly, it flew to the top of another spruce perched next to a starling. It was off a ways, but I got identifiable photos. A few people had brought spotting scopes, so I'm pretty sure everyone there got decent looks. When it flew in the direction of where it had first been seen, we all scurried back, where it was now perched pretty close to the road. Despite the foggy gray conditions and backlighting, I got halfway decent photos. Then it flew across Alseth Road toward the freeway, perched one more time, giving us a last look, and disappeared for good. Some birders kept searching, knowing that in an hour or so, birders who'd booked it from the Twin Cities would start arriving, but no one managed to find it again. 
Vagrant birds provide unexpected and lovely grace notes that make our lives so much richer and more interesting. Even when we miss a good one, like the King Eider in Grand Marais that I missed by barely 10 minutes back in the 80s, they give us cool stories and memories. Thirty years between fork-tailed flycatcher sightings in northeastern Minnesota is a long time. Many of the birders who saw this bird Saturday had not yet been born when the Grand Marais bird appeared, and of my own age cohort, many had been too busy with work lives to drive so far for a bird likely to disappear before they got there. It must have been so disheartening for the Twin Cities birders who'd driven up in the rain only to miss it. A fork-tail flycatcher might not reappear in Minnesota for another three decades. But then again, it could be three weeks or three days. Hope is not only the thing with feathers. We never can tell when the next fork-tailed flycatcher's feathered wings will carry it our way. I'm Laura Erickson speaking for the birds.